What you are about to hear is a recording taken from the writer's room of the professional wrestling company, ProGraps Worldwide. It documents the brainstorming session of retired wrestler and current head of talent relations, Power P, and head writer and booker, Ramon Red Eyes Bermudez. It was recorded without their knowledge and is being released to the public. This is The Gimmick Holy shit, Ramon. Holy shit. Hey. Yeah. Hey, uh, so it's the holidays. Oh, no, know? no, no. Yeah. I don't need this right no, now. It's the season. It's the I know it is. so close to the Monster International. <laughs> Ramon, my apartment is haunted. Oh. Oh. Um. I am so convinced that, like, last night I was in my apartment. I was hearing something. There was some crashing. There was some banging. I looked all over. I couldn't find anything. And there are ghosts in my apartment. Okay, but like, um, that sounds like a particularly sneaky, uh, raccoon, maybe? No! Like, I don't, uh, I don't actually, like the... I have a gimmick for a sneaky raccoon. Like, save maybe... it! Save okay, it! Okay. <laughs> okay! No, we gotta, we gotta figure this out. O- okay. All There's, right. cause, okay, what causes ghosts to haunt you? Um,. You know, sometimes a, a a death with unfinished business. Uh, hmm. I don't know if I have any of that. I usually finish, like... I'm trying to figure out, it's like... <laughs> Perhaps you're haunted by the ghost of someone who suffered the the ill fate of a double countout. Oh, man. I... Wait, like, one person got counted out double? <laughs> That's, I mean, that's wild. I mean, that's how, that's how old, uh, Ed the Blender went. (laughs) I remember, I remember Ed the Blender, that's right, like, it's, man. Ed the Blender, who, um, who showed up to his, um, to his dark match one time, uh, you know, and waited for his opponent, uh, for several minutes. Uh, being a dark match, it's unsanctioned, there's no beginning, there's no end. And so he just waited for his opponent the entire time, referee standing next to him. And then Ed the Blender looked over and was like, hey, I'm going to go check like what the fuck this, this is all about. Uh, and he stepped out and walked into the into, you know, the sea of chairs where the audience should be. Uh, and the referee was like, well, I don't know. I, I think maybe I should uh, start officiating. And then started the the countdown, you know, just. Uh, went to the, the full 20, um, and just, you know, 18, 19, 20, it's a double count out. Ed, you lost, I'm sorry. But Ed never came back. And they say that sometimes, uh, on real quiet nights, when you're walking by the break room, uh, you can sometimes hear, uh, old Ed's blender just whirring <laughs> away. <laughs> In a in a room with no people, you know, the whole thing with Ed the Blender always fascinated me because, like, it was an unsanctioned match. So why was there a countout? Um. Well, the referee was bored. He he really needed something to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's what 
he knew what he was signing up for. An unsanctioned match means that the only counting you're doing is a pinfall. Who is that referee? I think, I think. So, no, if anything, Ed the Blender is going to be haunting that referee. Ed the Blender would not haunt me over this. Okay, but have you considered that we don't actually know where that referee is anymore? We took his word for it, and then he left, never to be seen again. I know, right? And sometimes, on cold nights, (laughs) when you walk by the referee locker room, you can you can hear the counting counting for fun. You you can hear a referee counting for fun, but you go inside, and it turns out that somebody uh, left an old tape uh, running. Just a tape with numbers counting? <laughs> yeah, no, we record number stations. No. It's, for, it's, for, it's for a different gimmick. We got it. That means that that referee is counting just random strings of numbers. It was a wild night. Nobody knows about it. Oh my god. Oh. No, you know who I think it is? Who? I think it's 80 Street Racer Darlington Stevens. Oh. Darlington Stevens. I don't remember Darlington Stevens. Darling, Darlington Stevens was, uh, like I said, an 80 street racer. He was a street racer before street racing was cool. Aside from the fact that street racing started in the 50s. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, no one street raced like cars in like the 80s, or at least no one filmed it. Probably. So don't look it up. <laughs> no problem. The film wasn't invented either, so. Exactly. Not there, until there the were, 80s. There weren't iPhones in the 80s. Who recorded <laughs> shit? <laughs> but but it's like, Darlington Stevens, he like, um, so you know how like the DeLorean was really popular in the 80s? Yes. Yeah. That car, listen, it's really popular and everything, but that car is heavy and can't corner for shit. Mm-hmm. Like, this is fact. Yeah. And so. All, all cars in the 80s were made with uh, extreme flaws to, to like reflect the entire extreme lifestyle. Uh. De- DeLoreans were extremely heavy. Uh, Pintos were basically powder kegs with wheels on them. Um, those are the only cars I know. That's, Continue. That's more than me. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Donald Stevens, like, in in just a fit of rage, was trying to run over his opponent in the parking lot. Oh. Uh, but when he when he tried to do it, he missed, and he went through a chain link fence. And flew off, flew off the property. That's a strong chain link fence. No, he like went through it. All right, I'm not saying the chain link fence like launched him in the air like it's a spring or something. Yeah, no, I guess that 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 is my problem. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and and then like everyone went to go find the car, and they found like a a smoldering crater with no car in it. Oh. Just, just a big old hole with just like, a big old hole with, with like smoke effects with smoke and and like fire but no debris did you even like spot the fog machine when i wasn't there was i i don't what are you saying Ramon? no i've just you know this this sounds like um sounds like a bit of like a bit you know like maybe like maybe Darlington Steel, you know, comes, Stevens. Stevens uh, comes back, made of steel, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so that I didn't fuck up are you, a second ago. Are you ago. in fact saying that Darlington Stevens was the original concept for RoboCop? Yes, with with, with lesser metals. <laughs> <laughs> like we don't got titanium money, but steel, steel, we got steel yeah. money. Steel, I'm pretty sure that's what DeLoreans were made out of. 
oh fuck darlington <laughs> stevens crashed his car and merged with it and became like proto robocop oh so, yeah it, he crashed his car and walked away as his car <laughs> it's like the movie christine or like the book christine nobody reads books <laughs> <laughs> it's like the audiobook christine oh no <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I'm so scared right now. Is that the DeLorean that's in the U-Haul? Uh <laughs> like the one that we store <laughs> stuff in? No, this it can't be Darlington <laughs> Stevens. <laughs> DeLorean is that? I Darlington Stevens is. Oh, we just kept his car. Are we sure that's yeah, not no, we, just we him? Found, yeah, we found it like <laughs> Are you saying we have a turbo teen situation <laughs> with the DeLorean and Darlington Stevens? I don't want to talk about Darlington Stevens anymore. <laughs> okay, um, he can't be haunted. All right. Um, what about uh, old Radiator Red? <sighs> Radiator Red was. I don't like him. I mean, you know, uh, Radiator Red, if you recall. Uh, would come out um, with a chain wrapped around his neck, and on that chain, an entire radiator took him. Took that radiator with him uh, from state to state, always there. You know, hooked it up in whatever motel room he he was in. People have plenty of stories of, of Radiator Red and his radiator. Sometimes um, in ring, you know, when uh, his opponent was getting particularly feisty. Uh, he would walk outside and bring out a big burlap sack, and everybody knew what was coming, except for his opponent. His opponent would just be, like, lying around, and all of a sudden, Radiator Red just pours out an entire radiator right on top of his opponent. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking a completely separate radiator from the radiator he came to the ring around, with around his neck. No, no, it's the same radiator. <laughs> like, it... It needs to be clear this radiator was treated well. It wasn't a different radiator because the, the old radiator, you know, had to be like hopped up on drugs or no, that's not what happened here. This is the same radiator. We kept that radiator safe. But anyway. The fucked up thing is the radiator, radiator red, was green. I mean, you know, he was red. Uh, radiator green was radiator green, which was around his yeah. neck. You know, uh, much like much like famed Canadian comedian Red Green. <laughs> yeah, no, of course, that guy, famed. You don't don't Quebecois <laughs> comedian Red Green. Don't patronize me. <laughs> anyway, no, yeah, no, like you, you remember what happened to Radiator Red, right? <sighs> That's right, he he was strangled in his sleep by his own radiator. <laughs> it was it was a tragic occurrence, you know. They went everywhere together. Yeah. Uh, but then just one morning, you know, like every all uh everybody in the back was getting together, you know, they were they're about to, to go on the drive to to the next um the next state. Uh and everybody was up except for Radiator Red. And so, you know, like um uh Ted the Blender who uh, just oh, a, a notorious yeah. lover of stealing gimmicks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> walked over to Radiator Red's um, <laughs> to Radiator Red's room 
and, and knocked on the door. Uh, and and the door was scorching hot. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, what happens? Uh, Ted opens the door, and what does he find? He finds a radiator just hopped up on heroin, <laughs> like, lying on the ground. And Radiator Red, uh, stone cold dead inside of this hot room. <laughs> yeah. Uh. And sometimes, on cold nights, <laughs> when you pass by the, um, the boiler room at the bottom that keeps our, our place safe, or uh, heated, I mean, uh, you can still hear uh, the sound of radiator green uh, keeping this building warm. Yeah, and there's there's no evidence that anyone gave that radiator heroin. <laughs> yeah, you know, ask anybody. Ask um, Ted the Blender slash Radiator Blue. Um... <laughs> Uh, no, but like, there's no way. Uh, you know who it could have been? Could it be Radiator? Do we have to talk to Radiator Green again? No, 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 no. Okay. I think, I think maybe Garbage Mistress Gertrude Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Gertrude Miller. Garbage Mistress Gertrude Gar- Miller. Okay. All right. I I thought she was still around to be, like, she passed? Recently. Oh, recent. Yeah. Like but, like but, fifteen years ago. That, mm, no, that's okay. It, yeah, yeah. In the span of time, that is pretty. <laughs> yeah, recent. we're going from eighties to early two thousands. That's a while. Yeah, there was a whole <laughs> a hey. whole Dreamcast happened in that time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no that that sounds like a fresh haunting, like that. Uh, yeah, but like Gert- garbage mistress Gertrude Miller, you know. She was a wrestler who became a bar bouncer. Well, she was a bar bouncer, and then she became a wrestler, then went back to bar bouncing. Mm. And wouldn't you know it, when she was uh, bar bouncing, like, that second time, whole bunch of new moves. I mean, that happens in wrestling, you know. Uh, Instead but- of, like, grabbing guys by, like, the collar and, like, the waistband, throw them out, now she's just back body dropping them out the front door. It's saved so much energy. Honestly. She was, she was real smart. Um... But, uh, did you hear what happened to her? No. Killed by a cigarette machine. Holy shit. <laughs> like, you know, it's those the ones where you, like, put, like, six dollars worth of quarters into them, and you pull on the lever and a pack of cigarettes drops out? Yeah. Yeah, uh, she pulled on the lever, and it came right out and stabbed her in the chest. My god. And then she fell on the ground, and then the machine fell on top of her. Damn. <laughs> Gruesome. Then the machine caught on fire. Oh, no. <laughs> and she died of lung cancer <laughs> from all the cigarettes that lit <laughs> You just can't smoke that so many, many cigarettes at one time. And she did through a hole in her chest. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely tragic. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, a lot of people are saying it's just like, oh, someone went and sabotaged a cigarette machine. And it's like, come on, it's not in the police report. Yeah, no, nobody, nobody has used a, a actual cigarette machine since the seventies. Honestly, all of the cigarettes inside of that machine probably still had like old ass camel boxes. I can't, I can't believe she was, she was killed by Lucky Strikes. <laughs> Joe Camel himself came out and strangled her, <laughs> and then stuffed a hundred dollars of camel cash in her mouth. <laughs> She she died as she lived. 
with enough money to get a jet ski. <laughs> Did you hear they uh they scattered her ashes in a Marlboro canoe? <laughs> Okay, but how would you say that she's haunting your apartment, then? I don't know. Like, there's, you know, I wasn't, you know, I already left that night before it happened, so why would they pin me? I don't... Do you feel like you sense the faint smell of um, cigarette smoke uh, last night when you were being haunted? I mean, I don't think so, but... I don't know, what does menthol smell like? Um, cool and refreshing, right? Yeah, you know, it goes it goes down deep. It goes down <laughs> smooth. Alright, well that was that wasn't happening. It was <laughs> it was actual cigarette smoke. Oh. <laughs> Alright, then probably not her. <laughs> yeah, no. No. Oh god, we gotta get to the bottom of this. I can't work until we get to the bottom of this. Okay. Maybe do you think do you think it could have been helicopter Jane? Oh no! <laughs> I mean, you remember Helicopter Janie, right? Yeah, like the worst high flyer I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, she absolutely loved uh, jumping off of uh, just the the sickest heights, as uh, she put it. Um, unfortunately, she also had real bad eyesight uh, that she got through uh, the Air Force with. So, like, you know, we can't really argue with that like if they allow her in then like what are we gonna say uh but yeah she just missed constantly she missed constantly and then like she would do this thing where like she would like be on like the top rope kind of hovering over and then like she would kind of lose like her balance everything and then just like do like you know take it out of context a really cool looking corkscrew but really she was crashing in reality she was crashing and burning Mm -hmm. and then you know there was the night we tragically lost her. Yeah, where like, where where someone like played like you know you ever have like one you hear about like you know like there's some, a certain tone of sound when played it completely disorients a person. Yes, someone played that over the loudspeaker during one of her matches, mm-hmm. and, and she, she flew her helicopter all the way towards the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> it was during one of our beach shows. <laughs> It was incredible. Eighty miles <laughs> away from, away. and it just disappeared. It just disappeared. But sometimes on cold nights, <laughs> when you pass by our airfield, you can still hear Janie's helicopter uh, trying to make its landings. <laughs> oh man! No, it can't. It can't. It can't be her. Like I never owned that tape. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, did you just implicate yourself in possibly Janie's disappearance? No, I just said I wasn't. Okay, yeah, no, that's fair. You know what? I think I know who it could be. Who? My greatest rival ever, Tony Rizzo. Tony Rizzo? Tell me about Tony Rizzo. He was a greaser. Alright. Greaser, like a real, just like... Metal comb, like combing his hair, like greaser, um, and he was one of my biggest feuds early on in my career. All right, um, and we got to like this this really, really, really bloody match between us. 
And I took his comb and I stabbed him in the eye in the middle of that match. Mm, I I feel like that's even in no rules matches. That's probably that's uncouth. I won it. I won the match. And you know what? Tony and I like we became friends afterwards. Like literally, like you could you could just go on my MySpace. And there's so many photos of us together. Like you know, just like last year. Like you know he. To, after Tony retired, he opened up, like, a body shop in South Georgia, and I wore, like, the shirt from his body shop with, like, the number on television and everything. Man. The, a true a true show of wrestling friendship. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and he would always joke at me, just like, ah, I never got my win back from you, P. <laughs> and I would always say, like, ha, ha, you never fucking will. <laughs> and last I remember of him, he he actually messaged me. On MySpace. Because he heard about how I was training to come back to the ring. Wait, you're still using MySpace? <laughs> and... <laughs> and, and like, he said to me, just like, Ah, oh, Pio, get that win back, right? And I didn't reply to him. Because... fuck does he think he is? <laughs> and I remember reading, like, last week... On Yahoo News. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he died. I can't believe that my, I forgot that one of my closest friends died last week. Huh. Wait, did I? No, no, I wasn't there. Okay. <laughs> Okay. I'm just saying he's never getting that win back. Especially now. I mean... Dead men take no falls. Um... (laughs) 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 Well... (laughs) Alright. So maybe it's Tony. What what are the telltale signs of uh, being haunted by a greaser? Um, let's see. Um... Clanking. All right. Uh, the doo-wop music. Mm-hmm. Um, See, the doo-wop could be coming from the DeLorean, though. Yeah, uh, but uh, what about, like, a faint noise of someone going, Hey! In the distance. Um, It depends on what part of the city you're living in. Oh, I definitely... It's great to see you, Ramon, but uh, I live on the wrong side of the tracks. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that just sounds like a different kind of danger you have to deal with, like not not necessarily ghosts. Yeah, but that's that's definitely what Tony hung out. Okay, how do I get rid of Tony Rizzo if it is in fact him? Um, I I need to take care of this as soon as possible because I do not need people coming coming around and asking me about this. Okay, so first of all, you want to make sure that uh, for the next couple of months, uh, all tomatoes that you buy are green, not red. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, next up, um, you want to uh, buy disinfectant. Uh, make sure that you double wipe everything. Okay. There right. can be no sheens of grease. Okay. All right. All right. What, what if it leaves a streak? Uh, 
man, then things are particularly heavy. You might want to consult a professional there. Uh, perhaps somebody in a poodle skirt you can talk to. Um, <laughs> Uh, maybe some sort of pencil neck, like, uh, <laughs> make sure they've got, uh, taped up glasses and a pocket protector. Like, they might have something. Name, name some, they're named, like, Melvin or something. <laughs> exactly. The girl in the poodle skirt is named, like, I don't know, Nancy. What's a Madge? Matt. <laughs> Madge, which was the original way to shorten Margaret before Peggy came along. What the fuck? Man, Grace has got a fucked up naming convention. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's why I gotta get Tony out of my fucking apartment. All right. Um, yeah, some it, like last night, just uh, in the distance, I just heard. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would have given me this detail before we named off a bunch of people and made fun of them. I, I forgot. <laughs> I just, I just like you know, just off in the distance. And you know how much I love West Side Story. I'm, yes. All right. So, and I always play the soundtrack at at like low volume when I go to sleep every night. So I thought it was just part of that. <laughs> All right. Well, I can't let Tony get his win back. Don't worry. We'll figure something out. Um, okay. Okay. Um. Oh, if you'll excuse me, I gotta go to the break room. I gotta get some cop. Okay. Oh, fuck! <laughs>